0: Hey, everybody, this is Jubaldi Reports, the one website and podcast that features and talks about American issues as it relates to global and domestic topics. So right now we are got a lot to talk about. And the topic, well, probably the big one is what's been going on in the news is free speech. Do you support the First Amendment and the free speech, or do you support the First Amendment but not free speech?
1: Well, so, I'd also like to say I'm Joe. Oh, yeah, there's Joe, and then there's Ray. I can't forget these two knuckle
0: draggers. They always keep me on. But again, this is the topic because we're, f- we're focusing on Elon Musk, who currently bought out Twitter for a bazillion dollars. But what he wants to do is turn Twitter into what originally was a free speech platform, discussing and putting out there. So let the American people decide what's free and what's not. And not be not censoring things which they did the Hunter Biden laptop story. And that's why over the weekend he released internal emails showing that they purposely suppressed um, the Hunter Biden story. And they used, well, we weren't sure if it was Russian disinformation. Well, there was no evidence to back that up. And now, just yesterday, Elon Musk fired James Baker, who was the deputy general counsel at Twitter. And he, conveniently also used to be the general counsel at the FBI who was working with the Clinton campaign and to push the Russian dossier and the Russian collusion narrative, even though there was no evidence to support that. So the question I would ask you, do you guys support free speech? Do you support the first amendment? I mean, in my opinion, you can't support, you can't, you cannot deny both. You've got to support both. You may not like what someone has to say, but the way to end that is to get debate and to have more free speech not less of it. So what do you guys think of all this? Do you uh, think it's a big issue? Do you think it's a nothing burger? Or- I'm
1: really enjoying it cuz it's definitely it's definitely shaking it's def- definitely shaking up the I guess the norm when it comes to what was going on? Everybody touted Elon Musk as like this great savior, this great innovator and stuff like that. And as soon as he buys Twitter and it's a platform and he I oh I want free speech. All of a sudden, he's like the most hated man.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing is he was on some type of Twitter feed that for two hours he was taking a bunch of questions from everybody. And one of the things he said, how come the mainstream media is fighting against it and how come they're not pushing this out and he goes I mean I'm not I'm going to paraphrase his words he goes because they were guilty they all knew this was not a viable story and it's it's kind of ironic that they squashed this because of Russian disinformation and you listen to some of the media pundits they couldn't verify the veracity of this, the laptop well it's interesting they stopped running that one but they ran with the Russian dossier which when I first read it I was like wow this is really damaging. Is it been verified? And none of that was verified. And to this day, it's never been verified. And the powers that be, James Comey, James, B- Andrew McCabe, and all the ilk at the FBI leadership, they all knew it was never verified, but they still ran with it. They still leaked it to the press, meaning James Baker leaked it to the press. James Comey briefed the outgoing president of the United States, Barack Obama, and the incoming president, before he was sworn in about this. And then, as soon as they did that, that gave an authenticity. So the media ran with it through their leaks.
1: So, is by Twitter kind of going in the hands of free speech, not necessarily conservative, but it is going to go in on, they're not going to be limiting so much what's going on there. Is that really affected Democrats when it comes to, I guess, the game or
0: well it does because they were con- they would c- they controlled the other bombshell that came out of it is the biden campaign officials before he became president now we don't know what came afterwards and that was one of the questions that Elon well, gonna,
1: what's going to happen there though it, it seemed like you've had you've you have democrats colluding with twitter in order to stifle Free speech. So is that a Second Amendment violation? No, First Amendment. For, I'm sorry. Is well, that it is a
0: First Amendment, Amendment violation. But and what can,
1: what's going to be done about that, it?
0: That's the question. We'll have to see. Either they're being shamed or the Republicans are going to obviously control the House come the 1st of January. And they're going to have oversight investigator powers, which will have subpoena powers. So they're going to be looking into this. But we have seen the collusion between... The democrats in the white house and the biden campaign before he became president now for those democrats who are in congress today you can't limit the first amendment but what they did they did it in proxy they work with other outside entities to limit free speech now they can say companies can do what they want well that's not entirely true constitutional scholars have said the aclu hardly a conservative news outlet said Companies can't stifle free speech. And that goes to question with Twitter, just like Facebook and Google. You all say that you're not a platform or not a publisher, but you can't be both. You can't be both, and you got to do something. You can't limit individuals' free speech, and it always seemed to go one way against the Republicans. And the story became true that they did authenticate it, and even Joe Biden, when it first came out, never said that this wasn't Hunter Biden's laptop, but the media never looked at it. Now, let's look at it this way. Flip the switch. What would have happened if that was Don Jr. or Jared Kushner's laptop? Do you think the media would not have run it?
1: I, yeah, they would have well, run
0: that enough to the ground. Of
1: course, but I mean, I want to kind of maybe i hate leaning on that crutch i hate leaning on the fact that what if this was trump what if this was don jr and i think we need to find a different kind of maybe avenue or approach to the situation without bringing it bringing in past well like, the only
0: reason but see the only reason i bring that up because if you look at how the government like the doj and the fbi treated the two groups the trump group and the those who are democrat hillary clinton or whoever you can see there was a t- typical double standard, how one side was treated very harshly while the other side was given kit glove treatment. Now, I don't know what went on into the mar a raid, but let's look at it this way. They went after tr- Trump with a vengeance about his classified material. How come the FBI never raided Hillary Clinton's home when she had a, a server and directed all emails including those who were classified.
1: Well, I understand the double standard but I think once we eliminate the, well okay once we maybe look at bringing up points that eliminate the double standard or if we bring up points What do you mean double, by bring
0: up? What do you mean bring up, bring up points?
1: Well, like how can we justify hunt what Hunter or what, not justify but how can we indemnify Hunter Biden for what he did? Without mentioning Donald, well, without way, saying, well, what if this was this person? Well, because the way to get around
0: that is, and legal scholars, not just the one I always cite, others have said it, Merrick Garland could have said, okay, let's be above board. Let's put, there's enough evidence to warrant a special counsel investigation, and that means we can take it out of the Justice Department. We can let a special counsel review and see if there's anything there. But when you don't do that, but you go full bore against somebody else, this is what happens. So it's it's just this, you got they get that's the only way to get around it. You've got to be impartial all the way up.
2: <clears throat> yeah, I was gonna go back to the Mar-a-Lago and the absolute double standard, but you touched on that. So I guess let's see. If we had gone and seeing the Hunter Biden and that story touch back when it had first started, would it be as big now as it was then? Is it magnified? On er, what? For a combat action ribbon. Well,
1: just it you, so you <laughs> I don't
2: get it. Someone called you
0: out for your— com- Sorry to divulge from this. Someone called you out.
1: Yeah, somebody on TikTok was like, "Hey, you should, why don't you show us your combat action ribbon?" And I look, like, there it is, buddy. I don't
0: get it. What does that have to do with what we're talking about? I
1: don't know. I just want to rub it in his face because I don't like Twitter t- or TikTok trolls. Yeah,
0: okay. <laughs> but definitely, I mean, definitely but,
1: on
2: the JV squad.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I mean, but going out to talking about what we're talking about, it just seems they went to a full court press on Trump. But whether he is wrong or not, I mean. If he's wrong, okay, he should be held accountable. Why is one always held accountable, but not the other?
1: But it's always been a double standard when it comes to politics. You no, know, it is. But that's how the public
0: is seeing it. They see you in everything. Like even the okay. This is where the media is partisan, and they violated their own ethics clause in the fourth paragraph of ethics and journalism is your impartiality. I mean, granted, we have our biases. We're human. Everybody has their biases, but why is it always goes one way? And how come nobody calls out, even this administration? I mean, think about it. We got a crisis at the border. Four million people have streamed across that border. And President Biden, when he's asked the question, since you're here in Arizona, why aren't you going to the border? Well, I have more important things to take care of. Like, four million people streaming across the border, millions of things of fentanyl crossing that kills an a person of the age of 18 to 40 40 dies from fentanyl overdose than anything else
2: so will and he be, will he be focused on our failing education system our wild crime will he be focused yeah. because that's a lot of important things to not be going exactly. down to the border for
0: exactly there's a lot of issues but it just shows this double standard but even though when it comes to free speech And I know I mentioned Jonathan Turley many times. And one of the things he said is, if you say something that is just blatantly false, you'd be challenged on it. And so you get more free speech would end that. If I said something that wasn't factual, people can get up here and say, you're wrong. Here's the evidence to say you're wrong.
1: So my my only thing, especially when it comes to this and maybe moving on, is I think we can get a better argument going when it comes to... We can get better argument, but I don't want to keep on bringing in... No, I
0: understand. That. The only reason yeah. I do that, but even look at right now, look at the issues with education, how the DOJ has targeted parents because they dare speak out, but they don't go after other side. Like when they talk about the... When President Biden routinely calls out the violence that's going in our political discourse... But did he say something about when protesters were protesting outside the Supreme Court justices' homes? Or when Brett Kavanaugh was threatened through by assassination. Didn't say anything. Or when pro-life birthing centers were attacked. The Justice Department hasn't investigated that, but they'll investigate anything that you do against those who are pro-abortion. So this plays into this. But when it comes to free speech, everybody should be appalled. You should support the First Amendment, but you should also support free speech. And i got to give it to Ro Khanna, who is a very liberal Democrat from California. When this first came out where they blocked this Hunter Biden story, he was against it. And he called them out and goes, how can you justify that? And it's just, where were their facts? I mean, because one of the things when it comes to ethics and journalism, the first thing it says is, Stand by the accuracy of your reporting, and speed is not an excuse for failing to do your due diligence. So, when you had 51 senior level intelligence officials who were national security advisors, who were CIA directors, that includes John Brennan, Leon Panetta, both CIA directors, James Clapper, Michael Hayden, both directors of national intelligence and CIA, at least for Michael Hayden, when they wrote a letter stating that this has all the hallmarks of Russian disinformation, the problem with that, in that same letter, they also said they've never reviewed to see if that was authenticated. They just went with their their expertise and then in deference to the media on this point, they accepted it because They don't have access to the classified information like these guys did. So they ran with something without anybody doing due diligence. They just squashed it. So the Twitter was involved, and they had Biden officials from his campaign and Democrats working in conjunction with Twitter to squash this. And other news outlets squashed that same story. Then two years later, they came out and said, well— we made a mistake. It's We have authenticated it. That cha- that could have changed an election because it came out a couple of weeks before the November two, 2020 election.
1: But isn't the ethics in journalism out the window now?
0: Oh, it is because now what you have.
1: So, but now you have a, the Wild West. So what does it really matter about well, but see, holding the, somebody to a certain standard if they're, they're not even going to.
0: But see, the, the danger it is the American public are the worst for it because they don't know who to believe and what not to believe. So remember we went through a pandemic. You had groups like this teacher's union working with the CDC, to craft policy regarding to when they're going to come back to school. So that's the problem. Now you don't trust the media anymore. And when you lose that trust, how do we get information on these hot button topics? Cause we're not, we don't have the time to study it besides what I do. Like the media, we trust the media to give us information, but if they're withholding information or they're not asking the tough questions or they're suppressing information because it makes one side look bad, what does that do for a constitutional republic?
1: I mean, maybe you should maybe take it to maybe a more where it would be important. What if this information was in a court of law? If somebody was withholding information in a court case, would that be... Bad for say the person that's doing it.
0: No, in a court law, you can't do that. Yeah, but, but I, I mean, but the media there something.
1: has to be some kind of stipulation where there has to be some kind of, I guess, rule of law when it comes to the I would, when you're talking to a mass a mass amount of people when it comes to the second or uh, first, first amendment. amendment. I don't want to stifle the first amendment. No, you never but want to. You have to have consequences for when.
0: The only consequence, I mean, it's hard to punish them like they're going to to jail, but maybe open them up to lawsuits because they failed to, like the Kyle Rittenhouse or Nicholas Sandman is probably the best example. Here was a kid who was 16, 17 years old, the Capitol Mall. They were at a pro-life demonstrator. The way the video showed, they pushed themselves onto this American Indian who was beating a drum. Well come to find out when the video rest of the video surfaced, these kids didn't go anywhere. It was that American Indian and others got in the face of Nicholas Salmon? Well the media ran with it because he just so happened to have a MAGA hat on and he was white. Well, they ran with these guys are racist, they're picking on this these poor minorities when it was the other way around. And Nicholas Salmon did sue various news outlets and they won. So But individuals need to be held accountable for
1: their actions so so let's okay i want to maybe look at the first amendment and maybe not compare it but put it side by side with the second amendment second amendment is for you and we do have a second amendment expert here yes we do to protect yourself to have the right means of protecting yourself however if you use that protection maliciously or in an act of violence you Kenan says you can go to jail or you can, you can. Well, you can. You the second
0: amendment. Okay.
1: So why can't we par that over to the first amendment where, Hey, you can say whatever you want, but as soon as it's you're using it in a malicious or violent manner, that's then we got to step in. Okay. But
0: this is where the court cases have come. I can't remember. There's a famous court case number of years ago for the media. You can be held accountable. I mean okay, you can write what you want. We're not saying the government should come in, but you can be held accountable if you write a story or push a story that was blatantly false that you knew
1: well,
0: was that, blatantly false. That, that's or, defamation. But or this. Maybe you can do the same thing, okay, beyond defamation. But if you push the story or you push the narrative without you doing even the most rudimentary of research to find out is your story true it's just like when they use sources in ethics and journalism many journalists use sources or they use unnamed sources you can do that but it says you must protect the source you got to protect your sources but also you have to vet your source do they have a bias do are they trustworthy and one of the a lot of times they use one source and they run with it like i was in iraq We did a humanitarian project. We brought the school kids to a school. I talked to this reporter from one of the major dailies. This was in the Midwest. And he said, Well, we did this story, and I talked to this Marine and this soldier, and we were worrying about getting attacked. And I'm like, Did you go on the same project that I did? We were in a 21 vehicle column. You could see us for miles. Yeah. We were goofing around the kids. There was no. I mean, but he ran with it because he had to tell, his, he had to show to his editors why he needed to be, be there. So he pumped up the violence yeah. to sell a particular story. And that just shows to me as yellow journalism. Whether someone can be held accountable or not, the other way you hold these news anchors and networks accountable is what's going on with CNN and MSN because they've been protificating this anti. America anti-Trump tirade that's they based their business model now that Trump's not there nobody's going to their station I've talked to friends who follow media trends when it comes to advertising and the advertisers are not happy of what's going on because they expect a certain amount of viewership and if it's cratering this is what you get and we need to change not just the media we also need to change journalism school okay because they're teaching this woke policy. Look at Yale. Yale sent their law students to the Kavanaugh hearings to protest Brett Kavanaugh. I thought we were the model in American jurisprudence and our legal system. You're innocent until proven guilty. Was Brett Kavanaugh ever charged? No. Was there any criminal charges brought? No. Was he any convicted? Was there? What? What did you do that that you said he's guilty based off what? One witness? Or no. One alleged victim who doesn't remember when and where it happened, who doesn't remember how she got there, how she got home, all she she didn't tell anybody, even her closest friend who was there, she used her and this other person who supposedly were there. They don't remember that incident at all. But the media ran with it. But then when it came to Tara Reid, who accused Joe Biden of sexual assault, now Joe Biden is innocent till proven guilty. But in that case, everybody said, we hear you, Tara, including Alyssa Milano. We hear you. Far different than we hear you and believe you yeah. like they did with Tara Reid. And every Democrat, every news or NBC, all these other ones ran with it. Like the Washington, last point, the Washington Post. They ran with the story against Kavanaugh. They didn't run with the story of Tara Reid. And they were asked, why didn't you run with the story of Tara Reid? Well, because we couldn't authenticate it. But did, could you authenticate the Christina Blase Ford? No, but they still ran with it because it fit their narrative. If it went against this group or this party or this individual, we got to run with it.
1: But Okay, so the ultimate question would be how do we get the media back on reporting actual news?
0: A lot of it has to do with... The American public's got to, that's one aspect, is quit believing every sensational thing without evidentiary support. The other thing is journalists. There are good journalists at The Washington Post, New York Times, CBS, NBC, MSNBC, CNN. The good journalists need to hold their colleagues accountable. News directors need to be fired, and they need to hold themselves accountable and Owners of these station need to hold their news producers and directors accountable for pushing stories without any basis of fact or research. You can't say, well, let's report it, and then, we, well, we said we, we made a mistake. The damage is done. Yeah. It's too late to come back and say, well, I'm sorry. Nope, because people will believe, and then they do the retraction. It's just a small thing in the back of the page of the newspaper or they'll they want to they've never admitted not one except one reporter and i can't think of his name from the washington post admitted they got it wrong on the russian collusion narrative i would like to see the pulitzer prize get its credibility back by revoking the pulitzer prize for the new york times in the washington post and which they gave them a The Pulitzer Prize, which is the gold standard of journalism awards, revoke it, pull it back, because that was all based on the Russian collusion, which there was no Russian collusion. Is the
1: press secretary, is she at all to blame for any of, like, maybe the misleading information? Yes.
0: You listen to her press conferences, they're horrible. Yeah. She spreads more misinformation, more falsehoods. seems like like
1: a lot of gaslighting. Well, it is.
0: I mean, she gaslights everything. The president's been to the border; he hasn't been to the border. Many things that he she says is
1: like, what? Well, just recently, I think they overturned the vaccine mandate for the military for the military, and she's like, well. Apparently, Republicans don't care about our U.S. service members' health. And yeah, I'm just see, like, when they, are
0: you serious? But see, when they <laughs> push this, remember when they pushed the vaccine mandate? It yeah. was you get the vaccine. You will never get COVID. Well, that proves right. You can get the vaccine, the second vaccine, and all the boosters, and you can still get COVID. Anthony Fauci got it. President Biden got it. They all took every vaccine and every booster. I want to see when Twitter, and Twitter's going to do this, and I'm not saying that they have it, but the uh, Jack Dorsey, the former president or CEO and co-founder of Twitter, says release all the information let the american people make up its mind did the government did the democrats did they come involved and su- suppress when it came to the origins of covid or but when it came to the vaccine this we don't know
1: what but what happens when it's discovered and say it is true i mean what's gonna what can, and that's what can the, happen
0: and that's the problem nothing really happens these people pat themselves on the back Oh, I'm sorry. Come up no. with some excuse. And there needs on. to be
1: some kind of repercussion.
0: Because they do. Like, but Look you, at
2: look at what's going on now. We just Elon Musk just released the Hunter Biden laptop information on Twitter, and we're going about our lives like nothing's. Oh, gone then that's
0: on. a good point because when he <laughs> released it, every time at the top of the hour, they get the top headlines. They flip between Fox News, CNN, and MSNBC. MSNBC was stuck on the January sixth. In the Mar-a-Lago raid, MSNBC, I mean, excuse me, CNN was fixated on the upcoming election in Georgia. Only Fox News covered this breaking scandal where Democrats and the Biden campaign officials worked with Twitter and Newsword to suppress a story because that was damaging toward them.
1: So maybe just going back, is Elon Musk, he's not liable for anything that Twitter did prior to him buying the company? No. Okay.
0: No, so he's just, what Elon Musk wants to do is just restore free speech. Why is everybody in the media, and he was asked that question, why are the media so afraid? Because they were guilty of doing violating their own ethics in journalism. And any reporter who doesn't call out their colleagues for pushing a false narrative that's never been verified or not covering a story because it damages your political candidate or party, and the real damage is Democrats working with the tech company to stifle free speech. You even have a reporter, I can't think, I wish I could remember the person's name, from Politico, which is an online liberal-leaning news outlet, said, you got to be careful, Elon. Them Democrats can get back at you through regulation or whatever. I'm like, so... That's cuz he goes against what you want. You're going to you're going to say the Democrats need to be sicked on Elon Musk cuz he wants free speech. And then you have other Democrats like Hillary Clinton working with foreign advising foreign countries to shut down Twitter cuz they just want to put out free speech. Yeah. And we're supposed to be this everybody talks about we got to protect democracy during the last election. And everybody's worried about what one person says. I'm more worried about what individuals did do.
1: Yeah.
0: I could care less what someone says. I could, like even what Trump said about the Constitution. That's reprehensible. Never cut or eliminate a portion of the Constitution.
1: Well, he only wants to do it to but, fit his narrative. Okay, but yeah.
0: he. this is what he said. He should be called out on it. Yeah. But look what Democrats did do. Yeah. Hillary Clinton pushed the Russian disinformation with James Baker, Michael Sussman, and others. They did do that. James Comey briefed to uh, outgoing and incoming president off a of false, then leaked it to the press. They did. do You had, was it Michael Kleinsmith alter evidence and then submit that evidence just to go after some. Is that what we want? Because they go against someone we don't like. Everything is fair game. But what happens when they come after us?
1: So John, if they want to get a hold of you and ask you any questions about, I you don't know, Second Amendment or First Amendment, I don't even know what I If they have any questions for you, how can they get? Well, a hold first of,
0: you? of all, the First Amendment—that's Big Ray's job. It's Second but, but they is. can get yeah. This for anything We're we talk up our about. Amendments
1: here. That's only one <laughs> no. and two, guys. I mean, I, mean, I know we on. have a lot of crayons here, but what's the third one? God. let's talk about the third one. That one that one <laughs> just, just goes overlooked.
0: Joe gets – just remember, Joe was in Iraq, too much sand and – Green crayons. Burn pit, whatever it is. But you can get a hold of me by going to UbaldiReports at gmail.com. That's UbaldiReports at gmail.com. Or you can go to Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and, and obviously what we do on the streaming sites for face. I mean for a podcast. But just let everybody know, come January, we're going to be at a local restaurant in our local area – and what we're going to do is not so much talk politics just from ourself standpoint. We're going to interview just hardworking Americans and ask them, what are they concerned about? Yeah. What are their issues? So that's what we want to talk about. So I'd like to thank Joe's a combat Marine vet. And then there's Ray who's also a Marine vet. He was a big Second Amendment, very knowledgeable about the Second Amendment. And before I pass the torch to these two knuckle-draggers, I do want to remember and commemorate today. Today is the anniversary of December 7th, which changed the American and the world landscape forever. And I just want to remember because I just saw something coming into Joe's place where we do our podcast. There's and I never knew this. There's only two surviving members of the battleship Arizona that are left alive. Both of them are over a little over 100 years old. Wow. So a lot of the veterans from World War II, my father was a veteran from World War Two. He served in the Italian Navy during the war, but we're losing that generation. And when we lose that generation, there goes a historical past. So if you know somebody, your great-grandfather, grandparents, father, or anybody, ask them questions, cultivate that, because it's a sad hit. I remember when I was in school, we had a... Teacher it was Archie Williams. The high school was renamed after him just recently. That I attended. He was to, he was a Tuskegee Airman, and he was a gold medal winner at the 1936 Berlin Olympics. So well,
1: hold on, but there's a little bit of history with your and your family when it comes to possibly Pearl Harbor because your father served in Italy or well, was, there, he, it was
0: he was in Italy? And for most people, who may not know he was at the Battle of Toronto. Which British dive bombers altered their torpedoes because the harbor was low to sink some of the Italian ships. My dad had pictures and he threw them away. We wanted to slap them, but he had he saw pictures and I saw the pictures of Japanese admirals coming to his ship to see how they did that and what was going on because they used that to plan Pearl Harbor because they had to alter the torpedoes because of the low harbor, the low depth line. In, what do you call it, Pearl Harbor, because I think they they would drop it above 21 feet. They had to drop it below that to sink some of those ships. So,
1: it was possible that your father was eyewitness to- The beginning the or- begin- The beginning yeah, or even the plan, like the, the- planning stages of the Pearl Harbor. <laughs> so, it's amazing in, in itself. So, But, I mean, j- just talk you to You need the, to look around for more of those pictures. I bet you there's one or two just linging around. We couldn't find
0: them. We looked. We got this picture of his battleship, but that's all he had left. But it's just, I just talked to talk to World War II veterans. We're just losing that generation, and we're not going to have, soon we're not going to have that generation around. So,
1: Well, I would like to think it's also maybe an important day in Japan because it was the day that they effed around and found out. Yeah. <coughs> they, oh, boy. <laughs> but, I mean, it's just,
0: it's a period. I love history, as you guys all know, and that's just to get that oral history of people who are actually there. Yeah. And it's amazing. But I'd like to turn it over to Joe and well, then definitely Ray. I'll
1: turn it over to Ray. Ray, how can I get a hold of you if they have any Second Amendment questions, what your Second Amendment expertise, or just gunsmithing and notary in general?
2: So you get a hold of me at raymond.ags at gmail.com. Again, we could talk anything gun control. I know here we're supposed to hear tonight about the pistol brace ban, but... I haven't heard anything yet, so I'm keeping an eye on it. And we're obviously watching other things around the country like the Oregon measure that just passed and what Michigan just announced today of the assault weapons ban in, in that state. So we're monitoring everything. They can certainly try and legislate and pass bills, but we'll fight it until the end of time on that. So, Jill. And if you
1: want to hear Ray and I on a different podcast that has a lot more cursing on it and a little bit more drinking... <laughs> Yeah. You can join us on All-American Gunslinger. We're on all platforms, so social media, TikTok, and Instagram. If you want to check us out, we're all, once again, All-American Gunslingers. And we look forward to hearing you over there. A lot more content coming out in January. So until then, everybody have a great day.
0: Yep. Keep following Ubaldi Reports till next Wednesday at 7.30 Eastern time. Keep listening to you Reports. Ubaldi Reports.